Listener Production. Our dirty little secret of two tasty Pop-Tarts of joy that nobody talks about. Shh. If too many people listen, they may have to become grown-ups. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, very happy Monday to you. I am Alex, that is Matt. And who cares about the final? The third place... Playoff happened on Saturday, Matt. Matilda's unfortunately going down, but giving us a great moment. We're now friend and uh, confidant, Nikki Webster, popped up to surprise them. It sounded like this. When the whole world is watching, they get a tricky Nikki. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, the look on their faces told me that that was a tricky Nikki. They didn't know that Nikki Webster was in the building. So um, definitely a tricky Nikki for the ages. <laughs> and you've got a bit of a... Someone's been playing a bit of a prank on you there, Matt. How hot's oh, your man. studio in Brisbane? Yeah, because look, it's still winter here, obviously, as it is in the rest of Australia. But it's like 20-something degrees here. And the, this studio is 24 degrees. Someone has actually physically set the thermostat to that. How, what's yours? Tell um, me what your thermostat's at. Bron knows my temperature now and she sets it for me. <laughs> yeah, for, for some reason. <laughs> the biggest drama queen podcaster out there. It's so chilly in here. <laughs> Even though it's boiling outside, they're putting my my thermostat at 24. Yeah, so a bit of Bikram podcasting for, for Matt O'Kai oh today. Oh, my gosh. You know, someone gave you the tricky Mickey and uh, you were going to be... Uh, <laughs> In the sauna. But Tricky look. Bikram. <laughs> we're going to have a big show for you today. Bruiser Pod will be... Wait, um, wait, is that what we're doing now? We're doing not, not just the Tricky Nicky, we're doing the Tricky Bicky. We did the Dicky Pickies of the, the Radicchio. Yeah, the Tricky Radicchi. Um, <laughs> when they slip a little bit of Italian lettuce into your meal, look out for the Tricky All Radicchi. Right. <laughs> All right, well, let us know if there's anything... Um, anything else we're missing. Um, but yes, we've got a big show for you. Very, very exciting. Let's just dive right in, hey? Let's do it. Sunday breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, we've all been there. We've all been there. You get the idea for the caption of the Instagram. You got the shot in your head, you think... So wait... Wait, wait, wait. Have you got the photo first? Nah. Nah, you got the caption. So you, wait. Do you come up with your captions before you come up with your photos? Well, in this instance I did, I was like, oh, that's it. I've got it. And then, then you get the photo thinking, yep, yeah, that's the, that's the shot. That's all I need. Mm -hmm. This caption is going to transform the way people see social media. It will set ablaze the internet. I I think of a caption I did. You were there when I came up with a caption years ago, and mm. I still think about to this day. Like it's it's my most. <laughs> do you ever go? Do you ever go back and revisit it? You look at the. You actually look at the Instagram shot. No, but I literally whenever I cut some bread, <laughs> like some sourdough, and there's a hole in it. Do you remember? Do you remember yeah. when I had breakfast that time? I've, absolutely. I think about it too. <laughs> I thought about it the other day because I cut a slice of wholemeal. You know, in, in my head, I think I thought I came up with the caption. Oh, here he is. Here he is. No, no, no. If you ever if you ever get a big hole in your sourdough, you say, I wanted a whole meal, not a hole in my whole meal. There you go. That's a, no, from me see, to you. This is where this is where we differ because if if I were to caption that, yep. 
Okay, because it is a great pick. You with the, you know, because you get those big holes in your in your in your sourdough. You're spending nine dollars for a loaf, or twelve dollars even at my local. And the the size of these loaves, there's no butter going in that. It's gone straight on the plate. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like it, butter is like car in one of those viral videos where a sinkhole opens up and a car just disappears <laughs> into the hole. That's your butter. Yeah, and you put your hole through it, and you said your version, but I would have said. I asked for whole meal, not a hole in my meal. That's what I would have said. But you said not, not a, a hole in my whole meal. Yeah, I got a couple of meals in and three that's holes what, I mean, I, I can't even remember whether you, that's what, whatever you did, but that's what I would have done. Anyway, look, the <laughs> point is, I was G'd up. I had this idea. I was like, because I always go to the Ecker mm. and I always, or like the show, the Royal Easter show, whatever. And whenever I get a photo of myself with a Dagwood dog, I always have do the little Dabwood. Yeah, the Dabwood do a dog. Dab holding a Dagwood dog. Put those two together, and you got yourself a Dabwood. Yeah, exactly. And yes, it's cringe. I don't care. <laughs> okay, I've been doing it for years, and I won't stop because of you. I will keep on cringing. I don't care. I'm I'm too old. Right, so I dab. Yeah. Anytime I get I get a Dagwood, I dab. He knows it's cringe. He still does it. <laughs> He knows Dagwood's bad for him. He still eats it, <laughs> yeah. you know. So it's against all advice, both the photo and the meal. So, all anyways, opinion. I was I was ready to go. Like we're at the Ecker, okay. And um, and also, side note, bring the dab back. I reckon it's I reckon it's ready. I saw a kid <laughs> slide down a, a slide. You know, one of those Hessian sack slides at yeah. the, the big slides at the oh. Ecker. If, if you ever go to a show, just park yourself next to that and start watching kids act themselves all day long. It's incredible. Well, this kid got to the bottom and he dabbed. <laughs> he dabbed. And I was like, he's about eight or nine. And I'm like, oh, you, you're my target audience, mate. I'm ready for you. Yep. So Hand out your Diver City business card. Well, yeah, so, I, Spotify. so, I mean, like, like I hashtagged in the, in the Instagram post that I ended up doing, I said, you know, along with dab wood dog mm-hmm. i did hashtag refab the dab and i was ready i thought that, that was quite good but that wasn't even the caption that was just the hashtag we want to refab the dab okay yeah i want to refab the dab mm. i think i think it's time to bring it back but that was just the, that was just the hashtag so here we go here's the caption me holding a dagwood dog at the ecker i said can't believe i'm the most famous matt at this year's ecker right mm. Now that's a reference. I think you mentioned last week that Matt Damon was spotted wandering yeah. around the the Brizzy yeah. show. The Absolutely, yeah. him being the Matt that you were referring I'm to. I'm referencing, the most of course. Matt. I'm not the most famous at all. Matt Damon has been there, you mm. know, and everyone everyone knew that. And of mm. course, I, I just waited for the likes to come rolling in. And underperformed is an understatement when it comes to the statistics on this uh, particular post. I don't think it hit the thousands, which I, you know. With your 100K, you want to hit that 1% of people liking what you do. (laughs) You want to try and crack a 1% appreciation rate. Exactly. So the engagement is well down. So that ruined my Ecker, right? <laughs> so I'm moping about the Ecker because I, I, I was too eager as well. I know when to post. I know that to post oh, late yep. in the afternoon when people are finishing work, they're going home, all this business. We all know when our key audience is looking at the gram. And then, and I'm not just talking about people who are in the media. I mean, you listening, you know when your people are watching. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got too eager. My fingers was, my, my, my trigger finger was too ready. And it was midday. And I thought, mm. I just can't, I can't wait. And I just posted it. Yeah. No one was watching. No Middle, one was midday. ready. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible time to do it. 
Anyways, half the reason why I bought a Dagwood dog is because I wanted to do the post. So I, <laughs> I was kind of, I like, I, I was hungry and I did feel like it, but I just. Now you're stuck with a Dagwood. I know, you're not really... a Dagwood dog. So yeah. we eat the Dagwood dog and I was kind of a bit begrudgingly eating it. But then later on in the day, I'm like, do you know what I feel like? I could feel like a, a well-earned Dagwood dog. Cause we'd done the whole, we'd done the rides. We'd done yeah. the, you know, done the, it all. So now the yeah, appetite's the starting animals. to come back to you. Then yeah. suddenly I'm like, I'm a bit hungry. And I'm like, I only get a Dagwood dog once a year. Mm. Really once a year. The Dagwood double you're thinking of today. And well, that's it. I thought I'd double the dag. I, I thought I'd refab the dag. And I was like, okay, I rebag the dag actually. So I was like, all right. Let's do it. Just same dag as before? Well, 2023, there are different sized dags. So there's all these places that do the king dag, and then there's the regular dag. And those places I stopped at to get a dag, I didn't realize was doing the king dag for $12. <laughs> 12, 12 bucks a dag? Yeah. And I mean, some of the king dags were 15 if you looked around. So then I'm like, all right, I'll get a dag. My first dag was nine, and the second dag's 12, yeah. significantly bigger. And I'm like, sure, mm. I'll get a dag. I'm stuck with a king dag. I take about two bites and I think, oh no, I've made a grave. Is it two dagwoods I didn't necessarily want today? <laughs> yeah. And I've made a grave mistake. So I'm, um, and there's so much sauce on it and I'm munching <laughs> through it and I get to the end. Belinda's helped me. Sophia's helped me like they did with the first one. And we so all you're just went, offering bites at your dag to your oh, family. And by the end I was, we all felt terrible. Like we all were just like, that was too much dag. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not even getting the likes that I deserve on this post. It was just an utter fail. And I, it just made me think, when have you had too much of a good thing? Because I love a dag. I've been looking forward to this, this dog. But, mate, they're not good. They're really not a good food. <laughs> no, of course not. That's why you can only have one once a year. It, it's weird reconstituted meat covered in batter eaten off a stick. Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you what, the stick is the healthiest part of the meal. <laughs> it's the most organic part of the whole thing. If I could just chew that, I'd have had something living in me at least, you know, something <laughs> healthy in me. But instead I had just oh, buckets of sauce. And also, side note, I saw two people with a Dagwood dog dipped in barbecue sauce. Ooh. Um, Hello, psychopath alert. That is <laughs> the most bizarre behavior I've ever heard. I've never you, seen it before. You get barbecue on your egg and bacon, though. I've seen you do yeah, that. Yeah, but Dagwood dogs are exclusively for tomato. Anyway. Ooh, I don't know, mate. For someone who doesn't mind going, I would say the majority go tomato on your egg and bacon. No, I do egg and bacon and tomato sauce. Right. Yeah, I do the double. But what if it's in a roll? Uh, oh, yeah, mean? I do the double. That's when, that's when I do the double, the bacon and the tomato and the barbecue. Mate, oh. it's the only time. I thought you never cross the beams on those two. Oh, no. Never no, you the cross the beams. Two many. shall meet. Oh, I also do tomato and barbecue on my sausage sizzle. Oh, like if you were at, down at your hardware store getting your sizzle, mm. you'd put tomato and barbecue on there. Mate, I was at the Brisbane Kite Festival on Sunday, and I bloody got a, I got the, I got the, there and then the tomato and the barbecue. My kite strings, my kite strings were tangled. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, was, was kite string tangled there at the kite festival? Nah, he wasn't. I oh, wish he was. I didn't see him. We should have taken him. Anyways, look, the point is, I asked you, when have you had too much of a good thing? Because I did. I overcooked it. And um, we got a message here from Fraudina saying, um, 
I really like tomato sauce. I really like barbecue sauce. I put them together. It's disgusting. Thank <laughs> oh, you okay. for Fraudina for that. <laughs> Fraudina is not real. <laughs> Jess is real. Jess texted in and said, I ate a whole jar of olives when pregnant. I was not well after. Yeah, you do funny things when you're pregnant. Yeah. I watched my partner do it and I watched her be turned off food for life. As a result of these There are certain cravings. things that I cannot cook her anymore. She will... Yep, she can't do it. Ross said years ago, the local pub was offering half price cans of energy drink. I had so many and woke up shaking uncontrollably. <laughs> Remember that? Remember the, uh, there's a certain spirit with a certain energy drink that was very big in the early 2000s. I had some guy come into Comedy Republic and ask if we had, yeah. Really? Recently? Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, no. Belinda and I have dabbled at a few music festivals in those, mm. but I tell you what. It's a little means to an end, isn't it? Patrice oh. uh, saying, I once ate two one litre tubs of Ben and Jerry's ice cream one hot summer's day and I've never <laughs> been the same since. Two litres of ice cream is a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's plenty, Patrice. I mean, even two scoops at the, from the local ice creamery, you, you're feeling like I've, I've overdone it here. I've overshot my shot. Alicia, I just ate a kilo of prawns to myself and I'm starting to oh, feel no. sick. Alicia, in real time, <laughs> letting us know too many prawns. <laughs> uh, Kate said, I ate so much Christmas ham one year, it caused my hands and feet to swell up. <laughs> oh, no. You are what you eat. <laughs> Someone would have come along with a little baster and start putting the honey glaze on you, Kate. Oh, no, the little ham. <laughs> ham hands, Kate. No. All right. Well, thank you very much for getting in touch. You can always check out our Insta stories where we put up the questions and get you involved in the show. Matt.and.alex. Let's get on with it, shall we? Alex Dyson, I don't know whether it's the nature of our business, that of podcasting, mm. in which very little effort is required. <laughs> Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. No. Hang no, on a second. No, no. no Producer no, 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 Bron no. is in this room, all right? Podcasting yeah. takes a lot of effort. I didn't say it's podcast just that producing. we don't have to do it. No, I didn't say podcast producing. Oh. The people who actually make this show a real thing, Lincoln Kelly, audio engineer, Bron Doizak, producer extraordinaire, and everyone up, they, they're doing the hard yards. Us. What? Mate, it won't be long before bloody pod GPTs taking over, <laughs> doing our jobs, right? Dear chat GPT, please write a funny horoscope for Libra. That's what we'll be doing <laughs> do soon. Know what I we mean, need? That's, that's the one thing we do. I do need that. <laughs> um, but we don't often take sick breaks. Okay, we don't take we don't take days off. We're not we're not often sick, and that's mainly because we work about thirty minutes a day. Okay, so it's pretty difficult. <laughs> right? No, no, come on, mate. We record three hours of audio per show. The twenty minutes to twenty five oh, minutes sorry, you hear. Yes. Is the is the has been hand is the muck they were able to cobble together <laughs> into some sort of sensible? Okay. Anyway, the point is, saw a, saw a news article, FoxBusiness.com. Okay, headline is this: Burger King cook who didn't miss work for twenty seven years. What gets a little something something? Okay, a twenty seven year golden handshake. Yeah, Kevin Ford works at a, as a cashier and cook inside the Burger King location at McCarran International Airport in Las Vegas. Mm. 
Went viral last year after he posted a video on TikTok celebrating the milestone of 27 years of work without calling in sick or missing any time. 27 years. Now, I don't know whether this dude just worked through the sniffles because, mm. I mean, he would have had to be sick at some stage. 27 years, not getting the sniffles. No. Not even a cheeky hangover, not even a cheeky, <laughs> yeah. you know... Sorry, granny, granny's cocked it kind of, yeah. you know, nothing like or that. Wearing like a glasses and fake nose to the cricket because you're... Um, <laughs> don't want your boss to see you on the big screen. to see you on the telly. <laughs> um, so what happened to us, he told, you know, obviously he told his um, his employers that I had, probably had to remind them. Well, and, uh, he would have gone through a, a bunch of different managers and various people and all mate. the, you know, head offices and everything. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, he like... At, at 27 years of never missing a day, you've got to be close to being the actual Burger King. Like how, <laughs> like, that you're almost at coronation, surely. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of people that would have dropped off in line to the throne. You threw bloody Prince William and Kate yeah. and you, the kiddies are gone. You know, like, Harry's removed himself from the equation. you got people dropping out. You should be the new King Burger King Charles. That's it. Jack. Or whoever it is. Hungry Jack, the Burger King. <laughs> so anyway, but what, do you know what he got? He got what? a gift from his employer. Oh, okay. okay. He would have got oh, a holiday, like around the world ticket to where he wanted to go. 27 years. New try, car. New car. Try in the video on the TikTok that he's celebrating. He's holding a plastic bag of gifts from his employer that included a movie ticket. A single movie ticket. Some candy, lifesavers, uh, some pens, some keychains, a Starbucks cup, along with a few other items. Uh, now, <laughs> 20... Well. Seven well, you years. could go 27 years. That would make me vomit. That <laughs> you'd finally have your sick day because that makes me sick <laughs> to my stomach. A couple of pens, <laughs> a few pens. It just it goes to show how. I mean, you'd have to wonder what the CEO of Burger King got that week. You know, yeah. like the same week would have just raked it in. Oh my right? God. But anyways, old mate Kevin Ford gets a and so when he put it bag. up, was, Did he put up saying, oh my God, you wouldn't believe the, you know, the crap that my work got me for, for 27 years. Was he, or was he like actually just celebrating and like having a good time in his video? Well, he, he's holding them up. He's got a face mask on in the video. Um, he's holding up the lifesavers and stuff. Say, he says, thank, thankful. Like he's saying thankful <laughs> um, in the video. Now it went viral because... <laughs> People were not impressed. <laughs> you might, you might figure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so his daughter, Serena, created a GoFundMe page to raise money for her dad's retirement. The guy's getting old. He's been working at, you know, yeah. Burger King for 27 years. Why, um, why don't, why not just have Burger King pay him a bit more money as a result? Long service leave. Okay. So Serena wrote on the GoFundMe page. According to foxbusiness.com said, he originally began working at this job as a single father when he gained custody of me and my older sister 27 years ago. So he's a single dad of two. Oh my goodness. Working at Burger King day in, day out, never missing a day. Then as our family grew and he remarried, he continued to work there because of the amazing health insurance that was provided 
All right. Because it was unionized. This got all four of his daughters through high school and college with full health care coverage. Okay. So that's like a little perk. Good on them. Mm. My dad continues to work there because though he does look young, he's coming up on retirement age and leaving would cost him his retirement. In no way are we asking for money or is he expecting any money, but anyone, if anyone feels like blessing him, he would love to visit his grandchildren. As of Friday, the GoFundMe page has raised $408,000. Oh half a million, almost. Wow. I mean, it would be half a million in, a, in, a, in Australian dollars. Oh, absolutely. Both through so that. Four, five, five, 577 or something like that. So, He's, and like they don't, they get barely anything working fast food in America. Was it 620 an hour? No, $627,000 is where, what he's at now. $627,000 would be it's up about to how much money. Australian no, that's, dollars. that's Australian. That's Australian. That's, so they get about like 30, 40 grand a year in those jobs in America. So that's like oh. almost 10 years of work for him. Yeah. He's done very well. Oh my goodness. Maybe that was his plan all along to just get a couple of pens and a, a movie ticket. <laughs> yeah, well, he's going to the movies, right? He's getting, he's going to the movies, all right, and he's getting the big popcorn. <laughs> he's getting the chocked up. Oh, he can take his 600... lifesavers in the lollies that they got given. <laughs> take them in for this six hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars. So look, it's it was a, it's a good news story. No, in it's not. The end. It's not a good news story. It's all of us peasants scrounging together to help out this guy. The big, the bloody Burger King people didn't see it and go see the error of their ways and help him out. <laughs> it's just all us down in the dirt giving what the burger, we can. The Burger King could have sold his crown and funded a bit of this. Absolutely. It's like people go, oh, it's a good news story. This kid is out raising money for his mum's cancer diagnosis for selling lemonade on the street. No. It's an eight-year-old forced to work to help his six mum because the government can't give them health care. That's the news story here. It's not a good news story. This oh, is a dystopian oh. nightmare. Okay, negative Nigel. <laughs> All right, fine. Spin it however you want, mate. I'm going to choose to smile today. Um, <laughs> Raymond, Raymond got in touch because we asked you, what's the worst reward you've received from work? Let's, let's have a look here, Raymond. <clears throat> Go for it. At my work for 10 years service, they usually give out a whiskey decanter. Instead, I got a water jug. <laughs> All right. And they are <laughs> cheap. I got to tell you, water jugs Is it are one of those like cheap. filter ones? Just a normal container for water. I don't think it was one of those ones where the person in the truck comes around and refills it every, you know, week. Uh, Holly said, I received a bunch of half-dead flowers. Mm-mm, Holly. Belinda, for Christmas, they gave everyone a mug with their own face on it. Do you reckon, the, wait, do you reckon you got a mug with your face on it? Or do you reckon you got a mug with your boss's face on it? You know, you know why? Because <laughs> they consider you a mug. They reckon you're an absolute <laughs> mug for accepting these gifts for a full year. Emily, I got dodgy skincare products from my boss's side hustle, Pyramid Scheme. <laughs> um, Rob said, a pack of gummy lollies as a Christmas bonus. Oh, yeah. Chew on that. <laughs> um, Kelly said, a tiny plastic trophy from a $2 shop for $200,000 worth of sales. <laughs> oh, my oh, you'd be furious, wouldn't you? Here's your, here you go. <laughs> Pop that on your mantelpiece. Oh my god, Bianca! I got a meat platter from a for, as a gift from work. I'm vegetarian. Well, it's Ooh. that kind of attention to detail that just sets 
these companies apart. You know what, Bianca? That just says that you don't tell people enough about yourself at work. All right. <laughs> You, they, you're a stranger to them and that's on you. <laughs> and David is on the line as well. G'day, David. G'day team. How are you? Good, David. You delivered a uh, project and uh, then got something in return. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, look, it wasn't a big deal, but then again, no one had thought of it at the time. Um, so basically just managed to move things around with a couple of contractors and, uh, and some plan maintenance at a big piece of equipment at work. Um, I did most of the work. Uh, in the end, probably uh, like cost an extra, I think twenty thousand. But then, meant we saved twenty million off the top of my head. That was the. So, so hang was on. The, you just saved your company. Well, take twenty. Nineteen million eight hundred. Uh, no, sorry, nine hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. That that was the rough figures I got. Um, cool. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah, pretty happy with that. So end of financial um, year. There, uh, they've got that on the books. Good. That's good for well, you. Absolutely, yeah. So, so yeah, the, the, that time of year comes, I get a little envelope with my name on it, open Oof. up and there's this uh, little lovely letter from someone very high up in the company that I've met, never met before, you know, saying, um, you know, thanks for, thanks for your efforts in this, in this project. You know, you saved the company money. And of course, you know, of course there was a little something in it for me, mm-hmm. a uh, $50 voucher for Bunnings. <laughs> oh no. I mean, to be fair, that's a lot of sausage sizzles. Like, I mean, like. Oh, you wouldn't be able to use that on the sausage sizzle. <laughs> you've gotta, I mean. You've got to buy, you've got to go half a fiddle leaf fig for that. <laughs> well, do you know what? You could actually buy some glue to mend your broken heart uh, because that is atrocious. That is so, I'd be devastated. How do you, did you, how did you just accept that? Did you say anything to them? Uh <laughs> I was at a, I was at a team by the time it came around. Like I'd, I'd actually forgotten about it, if I'm perfectly honest. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, look, you're better man than me, David. And well David, done. we've actually got an opening at All Day Breakfast. If you want to come and work for us, save us fifty million, twenty million dollars or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah please. Can, can we talk about your bonus policy? Yeah, we'll, we'll get talk about that off air. That's perfect, David. Thank you so much for chatting to us, man. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, team. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of serious topics in this world, but sometimes they're not the most enticing articles to click on. Those ones instead get gobbled up by our producer, Bron Doizak, so you don't have to. G'day, Bron. Hello. Bron, what have you been up to this weekend? Went to a 30th, watched a lot of the soccer. What was the 30th like? It was good. It was pretty chill vibes. I saw, like, actually something, I hope they don't listen, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go on. Like a... Like a teenage boy trying to impress a couple of the other teenage girls with some magic tricks and, the, and some <laughs> cards. Let and me guess. Let me guess, Rod. You thought immediately of Matt O'Kine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'm in my head, I'm like, I wonder what tricks. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were the kind of facial expressions in the crowd? Shock and awe and bewilderment, Bron? Um, not quite. They Was it... S- you know, arousal and... <laughs> they they did not seem that impressed. Yep. Do you know, I feel sorry for kids out there because we mm. grew up in the age of sexy magicians. Who? <laughs> um, hello, David Copperfield was married to a supermodel. Mm. Ah. He was an absolute star. 
Is he still I mean, married to her? Sieg, or did she, Siegfried, did she and, Siegfried and Roy. Were they magicians? I mean, these guys were absolute sex beasts. Yeah, like Penn and Teller. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> hey, Penn and Teller were very good at what they do, okay? They are very good. They didn't good. necessarily fit into the... Sex yep. god category, but mm. they 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 were very that uh, their talents was Chris Angel, right? David Blaine. Need I keep repeating these people's names? Also, hey, another thing. Where is the equality in in magicry? What do you mean? I've never. I've not known a single famous female magician, and it just goes to show. I mean, we're all about women in sport and we're all about women in STEM, but women in magic. They're always getting, getting sorted in half. Where's the... <laughs> yeah. How about we start reversing the roles here? Okay. Let's get some women cutting the boys in half for once, for God's sake. Indeed. All right. Anyways. Well, Ron, you're taking care of this segment for us. What can you, what can you give us as far as... Uh, headlines go. So this one's from Lad Bible. Headline, man holds cheese board in mouth at dinner table while people eat off his face. What? <laughs> holds it in mouth like it, like he's biting it and holding it up so it hovers out like a little platform. Yeah. Like a, a diving board from his mouth. Pretty much. There's a video on TikTok. This guy is like, he's holding it in his mouth. There's cheese falling off it. There's like little... um cup holders for the wine and they're they're drinking like champagne out of his mouth plate. Um, Well, well, I mean, look, we talked about the uh, Japanese practice of serving sashimi or sushi off the naked body, also known as niataimori, right? Mm. But I don't know anything about this (laughs) cheese face eating. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) People in cheese face. Do do we know why, why he did it? Yep, so this video went viral. People commenting, this just makes me sad. This couple looks evil. Rich people do weird stuff. Like, rich people are bizarre. So so the people eating the cheese off his face hired him to be their cheese board. Well, that's what it looks like. Until you go into the comment section and this guy reveals, he's like, hey, I'm the guy who's holding this in my my mouth. Don't stress about me. This was an art project. I asked them to do it. (laughs) But you have to really dig deep into the article to get to that point. Mm. So what, he actually did it. He set it up for people to eat off his face as like a art but, exhibition. So it wasn't on his face though, to eat off the platform he was holding in his mouth. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, got you. What was his artistic message? Like what did people read into it? Like what would have the little signs said at the side of the art gallery? I don't know. But like this this shows the the dichotomy between... You know, man and food and you never, you're always putting food in your face, but what about taking it off? You know, something like that? Um, n- none of that is explained in this. Whether cheese going anywhere in cheese face is appropriate or not. <laughs> if it's an art project, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'll tell you what, I'd prefer to go somewhere with cheese on my face than have egg on my face. <laughs> so this is where the conversation ends. Yeah, why didn't they? Why didn't he serve an omelette? That would have made more sense artistically, wouldn't it? I guess so. I'm just thinking of creative arts. Look, as far as wearing cheese on your faces, I would say whatever will brie will brie. <laughs> Goodbye. It's all that I can bear. 
Let's fromage go home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Bron. Putting, for Clickfish and putting an end to this little excursion on what we call Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.